Hi, I'm Mark. Thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth. You know, in our modern society, I think a lot of us Christians have forgotten that we're in a spiritual battle against the God, small g, of this world, who goes by the name of Satan or Devil. Uh, today in our high-tech society, we're constantly being reminded to be on the outlook for people who are trying to scam us. Isn't that right? Uh, what do they do? Well, scammers will call us, threatening that if we don't pay them a certain amount of money, they'll have to send the police to arrest us. You ever gotten that one? Or they try to lure us in by an email that says we owe a certain amount of money to a company or a business we've used in the past. Or they can appear in false advertising so that when we click on that ad, they can get access to our computers. Man, it's a jungle out there. And every day, unsuspecting people are getting scammed out of thousands of dollars. Well, the same thing happens in the spiritual realm to the unsuspecting. Let me share with you some scams of the devil that you can be looking out for. Uh, Satan is a liar and the father of lies. The first time Satan appears in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 3. And the first words on his lips are suspicious of the truth when he said, Did God say you shall not eat of any tree of the garden? Of course he didn't say that. And then he went on to state a subtle falsehood when he said, You will not die. <laughs> well, that was not true. You see, we're dealing with the essence of falsehood and deception. And that means that we have to be on the constant alert for these lives of, of the devil. For example, Satan might tell a young Christian man, it's okay for you to go ahead and marry that non-Christian girl. Uh, you love her. She loves you. That's all that matters. And you know, that might sound like, well, sound reasoning. But the fact is that God commands us in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. The imagery there is that when two oxen were put in a yoke together, well, they wanted to make sure they were equally matched. Otherwise, one would be pulling against the other or one would be doing more work than the other and it just wouldn't work. And the same is true for marriage. When a Christian marries a non-Christian, they can't pull the load together because they have different values in life. No matter how much they say they love one another, they're not, a, they're not on the same track and there will be constant trouble in that marriage. And so this is a lie that Satan tells because he hates God and he hates the institution of marriage. And that's just one example. And so we need to be on the alert for all of the lies that Satan tells and measure everything that you hear by the word of God. Secondly, Satan will also attempt to blind the minds of unbelievers. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4 says, The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. And so he not only speaks what is false, but he also hides the truth. He keeps people from seeing the treasure of the gospel. He does this through false religions and false teachings of the Bible and false uh, practices of all kinds. And people are blinded 
to that truth every day. Again, measure everything you hear by the word of God. Thirdly, Satan masquerades himself in costumes of light and righteousness. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 13 to 15, Paul says that some people are posing as apostles who are not. He explains it like this. Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is not strange if his certain if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. In other words, Satan has servants who proclaim enough truth to join the church, the church. And then from the inside, Paul says they teach doctrines of demons. They're like wolves in sheep's clothing. And they draw people away from the truth of God, and millions of people every day are being drawn away from the truth of God by false prophets. Also, did you know that Satan does signs and wonders? Yeah, that's right. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 9, the last days are described like this. The coming of the lawless one by the activity of Satan will be with all power and with signs and wonders of the lie. In other words, Satan doesn't just fake miracles. He can actually perform miracles. And the reason I say that is because Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 24, false Christs and false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect. In other words, those signs and wonders aren't just tricks. They're the real deal. There's a great movement these days, even among conservative evangelical groups, of performing signs and wonders. And it's the signs and wonders that is often taking precedence over people actually hearing the life-saving gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to let your confidence be grounded in something far deeper than any supposed ability of Satan to do signs and wonders. Even real signs and wonders in a service of anti-Christian assertions don't prove anything. Even when they're done in the name of Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 verses 22 to 23 that at the throne of God people will say, Lord, Lord, did we not do many mighty works in your name? To which Jesus will reply, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. You see, the problem wasn't that the signs and wonders weren't real, but that they were in the service of sin. Let's let the gospel be what saves and draws people to Christ and not the alluring, false allure of signs and wonders. I'll give you one more and then continue this subject next time. But I think we all know that Satan tempts people to sin. That's what he attempted to do with Jesus when he was in the wilderness at the beginning of his ministry. Satan wanted Jesus to abandon his path of suffering and obedience, which, by the way, is what he did successfully with Judas. And the Apostle Paul warns us that this is what Satan does to every single believer. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, I'm afraid that, sorry, As the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray by a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. You see, Satan tempts us in our thoughts to walk away from Christ, 
just like he did with Adam and Eve and Judas and so many others today. And so watch your thought life. And every time you have a thought that maybe God isn't right or just or loving, go back to the word of God and find the truth. Well, there's a lot more to say on the subject and and I and I and I'm going to try to do that next time, but I hope this helps. I'll finish up next time with a few more thoughts on the scams of Satan and then we can do uh, some uh, thinking about what to do to safeguard ourselves against those scams. I hope this helps today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.